Hey, from the 420 SS studio, this is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the unpolished podcast, coming from the great Pacific Northwest, Washington. Yeah, but you know, we can be anywhere you want to be. So uh, settle in, kick your shoes off. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, dude, put those claw warmers back on, good lord. Look at those toenails, ugh. This is not the slothy pod. <laughs> Ooh, man. Uh, so uh, stay right there and we'll be right back. Well, hello and good evening. Oh, hello, Professor. (laughs) I've been called worse. Good evening and um, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Uh, I hope you uh, had a fantastic day. I hope you uh, enjoyed everything that the uh, holiday brings to you, including the love of Christ himself. Okay, um, and so I, uh, <laughs> here, here it is, uh, Christmas Day, and, uh, you know, I, w- I was going to actually go through some headlines about the, um, oh, what do you call it, uh, oh, about the relief package, you know, but rather than getting all tied up with that, uh, I think we're gonna spend it doing something a little less stressful, and, uh, I don't know, I think I, uh, I think I'd like to, uh, tell stories, yeah? Maybe no? I don't know. Um, but, there's so many stories, man. Christmas was always filled with with stories of, of, uh, how we were, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't tell too many stories, because some of them are not as great as the others, (laughs) uh, yeah, yeah, anybody have a, um, an al, well, an alcoholic or anything of that nature in the, in the family? Yeah, it's not pretty, but, you know, it's, it's, enter- I shouldn't even say it's entertaining, but I guess later on in, in life, it does become a bit entertaining, you know? Okay, so more on that later, okay? Um, I did get to, uh, talk with, well, we, uh, Zoomed, my brother and I, um, <laughs> <laughs> Once one of us got it figured out, uh, yeah, I, I had a little trouble. Uh, you know, I didn't have trouble the last time, but this time I had trouble setting up the uh, the whole thing. And uh, but yeah, him and I had a good visit. Uh, you know, just talking, well, talking about memories and and stuff like that. And. Uh, <laughs> they weren't all good, as I said before. Um, but, you know, so he, uh, uh, my brother went out to see 
dear old dad the other day, and uh, he's still doing well. He'll be 90 this year, or next year, and uh, in July. 90 years old. He has outlived many of his friends, uh, well, all his uh, siblings, you know. So, he's a go-getter, man. He's still out there in the yard working and um, doing really, really well. Uh, spoke to my son through, well, we texted, but that's still good. Um... <laughs> and I uh, saw pictures of my uh, my grandson opening uh, his gift that I bought him, and and then a picture of him. Uh, it looks like he's falling asleep with his uh, sippy cup in his hand. It also looks like he's giving me the finger. <laughs> the way his fingers are. Uh, situated on his lap it looks like he's giving me the finger that that middle finger is poking up it's like hey man <laughs> what's up with that oh man no respect you know i get no respect hey um so what else uh had lots of um uh, lots lots to uh eat you know, like like I uh, mentioned before, I, I well, I had bought a two-pound turkey breast roast type thing, and uh, it was really good. I I ate maybe, well, very little comparatively, um, but you know, it, it was good nonetheless. I had dressing and cranberry sauce. Didn't I? Didn't do the potatoes. Didn't do the. Um, didn't do the uh, potatoes and didn't do the rolls, so less carbs, right? Uh, but I did make some pretty good gravy out of that. Anyway, now I'm just rambling. I'm sorry, I had to mute you real quick, or mute me while I started to uh, yawn. I don't want to put you to sleep. <laughs> but as I said, I was starting to starting to become a rambling man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I hate when I start doing that. Um, I hope you'll understand that I was born a rambling man. Anywho, um, let's see. Let me turn this down so I don't have to hear it in my head headset. Uh, where was I going? Oh, I wanted to, um... Good Lord. Between diabetes and the gravy and the dressing, my thirst is at an all-time high. Hang on. Oh, man. Anyway, so sorry about that. Anyway, uh, I want to talk about memories uh, of something that you know, maybe you remember back back in the day, um, childhood memories or or present day memories, whatever. Um, 
But the sad thing is, because I didn't plan it out, look, I've got so much on my plate right now with surgery coming up and just all kinds of crap. I'm going to keep doing the podcast, but uh, uh, please understand if if I don't get it right out, um, you know, I'm not going to quit doing it. So don't, you know, don't jump ship if I'm late or something, you know. I'll always explain what I'm doing. Um, But with that, (laughs) we're going to go to break. And we're going to come back and uh, we'll go from there. All right, we'll be right back. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. I took my drugs (laughs) and, uh, and had dinner. And now I'm just coming back to you to finish out the show. But wait a minute, you just got started. That's true. No, I'm I'm gonna hang out for a little bit, but um uh I I did say though that it was gonna be a, a shorter affair. And, uh, look, unless I completely go off on a story and I will go Unfettered, I will just let it go. If if I latch on to a good story, and I've got a lot of them, so I uh, told you about the Debbies last time out, uh, <laughs> and so there hadn't been any more Debbies in my life. <laughs> um, so I guess you know, to be honest with you, I could tell you, hmm. Let's see. All right. Gather around. Gather around. It's story time. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Once upon a time. Okay. We won't go there. Uh, But seriously. um, And I may have already told you the story. um, But for the the new listeners. (laughs) As if. (laughs) Um. No, but, so, way, way back, uh, 80, man, this is around the, I want to say it's around the Debbie time, Uh, it may have been, I don't know, okay, let's chalk it up to, 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 uh, Biden syndrome, hey I thought you said you weren't gonna bring politics in, yeah. Um but no, where was I? Uh so I was lonely. <laughs> Story of my life. Uh and so with that loneliness, um this is before the um internet for for those that don't remember that. I uh I was lonely. And, uh, <laughs> so I wrote, I, I went to the back of this, uh, I, th- I want to say it was the Globe or the Sun, some UK rag, I'm sure. And I was looking through the, uh, the WANATs, the personals back there, you know, 
Um, you know. Ring, ring, wink, wink, notch, notch, say no more. <laughs> yes. So, continuing with story time. Yes, I was lonely, and so I I wrote this complete stranger in a in the back of a one ads thing. And, you know, hey, what's going on? And I don't know you, but, you know, you sound very nice. <laughs> Whatever. I don't remember what I said. Um, but so we exchanged. I don't remember where she was from uh, or, you know, what she had for breakfast. Or I don't even know if she was a she or if it was a, a he. Who knows? But... Alas, she wrote me back. And uh, and so, you know, we started writing back and forth. The pin, pin pal type thing, you know. <laughs> After two letters from me, she, re- <laughs> she returns uh, a letter saying, okay, hang on to your hat. She's telling me how... <laughs> She wants to come and meet me, um, and but you know, uh, meet me in the future. But she also wanted me to immediately, and I kid you not, she she wanted me to um, send her some of my boys in a like a, a, what a flask, a test tube. I don't know. But she wanted to get pregnant. I mean, dude, this is after two letters, okay? It freaked me the hell out. And so, you know, it was just... um, (laughs) So, along with the letter that she sent me, which was very disturbing, she wrote wrote on a college-bound notebook sheet of paper... Across and all the way down. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. All the way across, all the way down, both sides. Okay? Just in case I didn't get the first 100 I love yous. Uh, Look, it freaked me out. Uh, My brother... My brother laughed his ass off when I told him this story. Of course, he also came up with the, uh, the three Debbie's names, so... I bounce a lot of stuff off my brother. We laugh a lot. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so there's that story. Um, but, you know, while I'm thinking about it, uh, I did see another another story. But now, this isn't my personal story. This is... Uh, I don't remember why I was... I came across this uh, article on uh, from The Sun. I guess it's a, a UK uh, mag, if you will. Hang on a second. And so... Oh, man. And so uh, it's a advice columnist by the name of Dear Deidre. Anybody heard of it? No? Huh. So, <laughs> so um, it reads like a penthouse letter. Hey, now. Uh, and it goes like this. Dear Deidre, 
<laughs> yeah, it comes right out the uh, right out the gate. I had off off the scale sex with my girlfriend's best mate. I thought it was just fun, but she's got footage and is now blackmailing me. My girlfriend is 31 and runs a cake business with her best friend, who is 32. I am a man of 33. Well, okay. Let's scroll down here. My girlfriend is gorgeous. Yeah. And I often feel I'm punching above my weight. Yes, you probably are, sir. I have a job as a courier, and the company I work for is on the same industrial estate as my girlfriend's business. How convenient. Before this last lockdown, my girlfriend and her mate landed a contract to, su to supply cakes to a coffee shop chain and asked me to join them to celebrate. Uh, they had a few drinks when I arrived, and my girlfriend said... We've been talking about you. Do you fancy us both? Oy. Really? Um, and of course, you know, he says, I didn't know what, uh, I didn't know whether I was about to get caught out in some game. So I just nodded and said, well, yes, of course, you're, you're both gorgeous. My girlfriend says, well, then, that decides it, then. A threesome at mine on Saturday. I was gobsmacked, but but what guy would turn the offer down? Certainly. Um, so, I went to my girlfriend's, and the mood was set with low lighting and candles. The girls looked sensational. It was a bit awkward at first, but we relaxed after some drinks, and I had sex with them both. Ooh. It, uh, it was great. A dream come true. Uh, the following morning, my girlfriend said that it had been a mistake. Oh, don't you hate when that happens? Uh, while her mate texted me saying I was a great lover, and she wanted a repeat. Hey, uh, let's see, hang on. I didn't respond. I didn't dare. Um, but I called around, uh, to my girlfriend's bakery not long afterwards to see whether she wanted me to pick up some tea. Okay, that's kind of random. Uh, she, she was out seeing a customer. Her friend was there, though. And I couldn't stop staring at her. She moved over to kiss me and I couldn't resist. We had sex on the... Oh no, really? We had sex on the desk in the office. It's come to my attention that you and the cleaning woman have engaged in sexual intercourse on the desk in your office. Is that correct? Was that wrong? Should I not have done that? I tell you, I gotta plead ignorance on this thing because if anyone had said anything to me at all when I first started here, yeah. that, that sort of thing was frowned upon. Because <laughs> you know, I've worked in a lot of offices and I tell you, people do that all the time. So, <laughs> long story short, too late for that. I know. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, 
the other woman, if you will, uh, wanted to continue. He did not, and she went to uh, suppose blackmailing him. And, of course, Deidre fires back and says, oh, blackmail's illegal, blah, blah, blah. She gives this no-nonsense uh, no uh, reply. So, yeah. <sighs> That's a long way to go for such an anticlimactic turn. I got nothing. We'll be right back. Well, hey, folks, welcome back to the show at the uh, 420SF studio, and, uh, yeah, I appreciate you hanging out and uh, listen to me uh, blather on. Uh, we're going to break into a little bit of uh, news of the weird, okay? And uh, away we go. Real estate agent Seven Raj uh, 50, 58 years old of Bangalore, India. I got to change into my my voice. Uh, has always wanted to be unique. He told the mirror, mirror on December 15th. So when he was 18, he decided to make red and white his signature colors and and worn only those two colors ever since. I. Today's home, his car, and even his wife, oy, uh, Pushpa, his wife of 25 years, and his two children sport nothing but red and white. Along with his color scheme, Seven Raj is fixated on the number seven. Uh, he was named, <laughs> he was named uh, after the number because he was the seventh child. And he, he now embroiders a crown symbol and the number seven on all his suits and even had it stid, blah, 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 stitched into the, into the headrest of his red and white car. Seven Raj also speaks seven languages. Quote, wherever we go, people recognize us. They know us as the red and white family. I enjoy all of the attention he admitted to the mirror. All right. More power to him. Whatever floats the boat, right? Uh, let's see here. Let's do another, yeah? Okay, maybe two more. <laughs> uh, according to a police report, the Lee County Sheriff's Department uh, said Jonathan... Uh, Jonathan Hernandez, 32, died on December 12th while apparently trying to bur 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 burglarize a home in Lehigh Acres after the window he uh, after the window he was uh, crawling through closed on him. <laughs> uh, oh man, way to go! Uh, according to the incident report, Hernandez's neck was caught in the window and he was dead by the time Sheriff's Department uh, deputies arrived. WBBH reported friends and family of the budding rap artist who performed as Taz UFO deny the burglary accusation and call for further investigation. 
Okay, I missed something completely. Um, but yeah, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I ain't got time. Uh, let's see. Man, a lot of uh, police uh, blotter or whatever. Um, police in Sarnia, Ontario arrested two suspects after they allegedly broke into the wrong house on December 11th and offered offered to pay damages after they realized their mistake. CTV reported that the residents of the home were watching television when the two unnamed 27-year-old men broke through a door, one holding a hammer and demanding money they claimed was owed to them. They apologized and <laughs> left the home after discovering their error, according to police who quickly apprehended them. Good for them. Yeah, idiots. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of stupid people, man. You know what I mean? Um, let's see. Okay, well, maybe one more, okay? Um, this is going to be a good one, I think. Uh, an unnamed pug-like dog was found, <laughs> was found in the wheel of a, a family's van. Oh, man. Let me start that over. I got emotionally involved. An unnamed pug-like dog was found in the wheel of a family's van after it plummeted into a ditch on December 9th in North uh, Greenville, Ottawa. The Ottawa citizen reported that the uh, police determined the owners had left, oh my gosh, left the dog on the running car and it probably bumped the gear shift into reverse, causing the van to slowly back up as the driver ran alongside it, trying to get in. Of course, the dog wasn't charged, said the Greenville County Police Acting Sergeant, whatever, Ann Collins. Okay, I thought that story was going to be better than it was. And uh, I think we're good, right? Um, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of news of the weird out there. Seems to be uh, coming in droves since uh, Christmas coming up. A lot of people desperate. Um, so anyway, uh, I think we're gonna, we're gonna. I don't know. What do you want to do? I'll tell you what. people working here. I need to return this book. I'm sorry, we can't take this book back. Why not? It's been flagged. Flagged? <laughs> it's been in the bathroom. It says that on the computer? Please take it home. We don't want it near the other books. <laughs> well, you just lost a lot of business because I love to read. <laughs> 
<laughs> George, George, George. Oh, that's so funny. Anyway, the reason I brought this up, the bathroom book, is because don't we all have a bathroom book that we all take to the throne? <laughs> I mean, I do. That's why else would I have brought that up? Uh, mine is... Uh, for America's favorite reading room, the Bathroom Trivia Digest. Uh, part of the Bathroom Library. Hey, fascinating facts for people on the go. Yeah. So, um, I compiled a few. Just a few, not many. Um, and so I added a little punch to each one, I think. Something like that. You'll see. Anywho, uh, the first one, <laughs> the first one is uh, Goldie was Smokey Bear's mate and bore him his first son, Smokey Jr. Smokey Bear Jr., pardon me. It apparently got pretty hot that night in the den when Smokey, in a fit of passion, Pleaded with Goldie, blow on it, blow on it. By sheer coincidence, the first ever forest fire ignited. To which Goldie replied, How do you think this got started? Hey, oh. Okay, I gave it my all. Um, let's see. <laughs> Should have had a rim shot for that. Let's see, let me, uh, let me do this. Alright, where were we? Um, okay, I bet you didn't know this. Maybe you did. Abraham Lincoln was a licensed bartender. Yeah, that's right. Makes you wonder why he didn't pick up that extra shift that night. <laughs> okay, that was bad. Uh... That wasn't funny. <laughs> um, okay, here, here you go. And there's a story behind this one. 1920 marked the first time the word cheese was used to encourage a smile. The Korean answer to cheese is kimchi. Whereas in Spain it's patata, and in China it's kizi, something like that, which might as well just mean COVID, but in actuality it is it, it is eggplant, eggplant. Smile, say eggplant. Okay. I say COVID, say lockdown forever and ever. Say, I love you long time. No, I'm sorry. That's wrong. That's wrong. I apologize. <laughs> I don't want anybody after me. <laughs> okay, so going back to the eggplant deal, I have a story. It comes from my days at Terminex Pest Control. 
Um, and and I'm in blah, 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 blah. in detail in another episode. I'm going to go into well, go into detail. That's what that means. Um, but uh, this this story is part of the Terminex trilogy. Let's put it that way. Okay, so we're talking about eggplant, right? Okay, so it is um, it is very early in the morning. I want to say maybe eight eight thirty. Uh, and I was you know working for Terminex, and I get a call. Um, <laughs> I get a call uh, by this little old lady. Sweet little old lady. I mean, you know, she uh, she says, "I've got some spiders that I need to have taken care of." It's like, okay, not a problem. I'll be there at whatever eight eight thirty. So I get there, and dude, she hadn't even. I mean, she she's up, but she's only in a robe. Okay. Uh, makes me shiver when I think about it. Uh, and she's got one of those old-timey screen doors with the latch. You know what I'm talking about? But the latch is up above her head. And so, she has to kind of reach. And when she does, (laughs) one of her breasts fell out of her robe. And... There I give you eggplant. I, I, I'm just, I'm not trying to be funny. And it's, okay, it's not funny. But it looked, I kid you not, it looked like an eggplant. It was very purple. I, I you know, okay, so stop. There you go. That, that's the story. Well, and there's another one. Um... That's on the other end of that spectrum, where uh, I go in. I, I I think it was just a regular uh, treatment around the windows. I go in. Uh, it's morning as well, and the lady tells me, you know, house is free. Just go ahead and do what you have to do, and you know. And so I'm tr- treating all around the windows, and. Uh, I start to go upstairs and I ask her, is there anybody else here? Nope, nope. So I go upstairs and I start treating and then I hear a blow dryer. It's like, okay, someone's here. And I walk into this room (laughs) and in the uh, mirror, the full length mirror, mind you, there's a uh, a female approximately 18 years of age for this story Um, and I didn't want to startle anybody so I just backed up and walked out and I said are you sure ma'am that there's no one here oh you know what my daughter is uh, upstairs but I I think she's either asleep or in the shower yeah, it's like okay. 
let me tell you, she's out of the shower, Mom. Um, but yeah, that was like, oh, sh- shoot. Uh, things you shouldn't see. But um, I have a lot of stories with, uh, with Terminex. And uh, yeah, I've got a lot of stories, period. So, uh, But with that, we're going to... Um, is that it? Hang on a second. Yeah, just hang tight. Uh, There's more right after this. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. Um, We're going to start wrapping up here very soon. But before we do, I would be remiss if I didn't share a uh, a Christmas story. Uh, I... I listened back to the podcast, and I realized, oh, dude, you didn't even share a story. I mean, you know, uh, and so I, I want to do that. Um, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> uh, so here we go. If you'd uh, allow me to take you back, going way back... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, but anyway, um, going way back to when uh, when Tim and I were, um, were probably six or seven at least, maybe, maybe older, uh, we would write out our schedule hour per hour uh, just to make sure that we had something to keep us busy at all hours of the day. And for the most part, we did. 6 o'clock, wake up. 6.30, eat cereal. (laughs) Uh, 6.35, you know, watch cartoons. And look, there'd be like a five to six hour block for cartoons. And then, of course, we had to begrudgingly take a nap. And so that went kind of like... One o'clock, toss and turn. One o two, make dad threaten our lives. One o three, abruptly stop tossing and turning. You know things like that. But you know we would always uh, find ways to uh, to quote to quote my dad, blow your time. You know, blow your time. Get out of here. So we'd go riding bikes, and you know we always had something to do. Uh, we didn't have video games. We didn't have um, we didn't have anything that you guys ha- have now, that we also have now. Ha <laughs> ha. Um. So yeah, we've seen both sides of the coin. And our side from the years past rules. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so that that was one of those things where, you know, we would kill as much time as we could until it was time was killing us. And about four thirty, five o'clock, um, Dad would announce, "Hey, you know, we're gonna go get the mail," you know. And I, I, I don't know, maybe this is boring to you, I'm sorry if it is, but it just, it just still kind of, 
man, it's it's one of those memories, man. You know, we all three, me, my brother, uh, Tim and Terry and I would, um, would get in the truck. Dad would take us down to the, the mail room. It's a long story. It it was in a, yeah, it's a long story, but, uh, we would go get the mail, which, you know, it was, uh, probably a good several miles to go get it. And all the while, you know, Terry, who already knew that Santa was not real, um, he would always be like, oh, look, look, right over there, man. You know, and he'd be just jacking with her head, you know. Um, But anyway, you know, we'd get back and we'd get to open our gifts. And there was always a lot to open, you know. We were never deprived I don't know if you hear that plane flying overhead, but hope he drops a bunch of gifts. <laughs> um, good God, thirsty. Anywho, oh man. Um, anyway, so that that story uh, goes without saying. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, growing up on that island. Um, and so the other story that kind of contrasts that is the uh, st- <laughs> the story of the... Uh, well, let me see if I can find it now. Oh, here. So this is uh, many years later, okay? We were in Texas at the time. And... Uh, <laughs> And I get, I get this album from Black Sabbath, and it was, it, you know, it was a few days, a uh, few days, a few years old, but it, you know, I think Tim gave it to me, and uh, it just, it still rocks out. It's a uh, Black Sabbath, Never Say Die. I call it my Christmas album. And some of you may have heard me talk about it in the past. Uh, and so you're getting to hear it again. But um, it's just a, a great album. And I call it my Christmas album because I that year I got really, really drunk. And I had it on my headphones and just drinking like a... Oh my god. I think it was the year that I drank a whole pint of old granddad whiskey straight. <laughs> what was I thinking? Um but yeah, so I fell asleep with with Never Say Die on the headphones and woke up with a massive headache, a hangover. But anyway, that's the story, the Christmas story of uh 1980 something (laughs) Uh, but with that being said I think we're going to wrap up Um, and again I ask for your uh, prayers for the surgery that is coming up on the 15th and I ask that you um, I'll tell you what do me a favor email me and tell me 
Tell me what you're thinking for uh, for New Year's or something. Just email me, man. Come on. Please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Dan at the sloppypod.com. Very simple. Dan at the sloppypod.com. And just tell me what your your your, blah, 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 your New Year's resolutions are or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, email me. We'll talk to you on the next go-round. Uh, and we'll see ya when we see ya. Later.